Haha! Live at two. Indeed. Right. It's that time again. <laughs> Bazooka! Yes, uh, good afternoon, welcome to Bazooka, uh, live and interactive political satire from the walls of Wall's End. Uh, yes, it's famed for its shipbuilding heritage, its Roman fort and its conveyor belt of future footballers from its famous boys club. Uh, Mike Neville, uh, very much the uh, Ron Burgundy uh, or Alan Partridge or... Um, even the, uh, the the Roger Melly of the real world, you know what I mean? Uh, the mouth of the Tain, the infamous T. Dan Smith from the equally infamous Paulson scandal. Uh, he wanted to make Newcastle the Brasilia of the North and ended up in the Nick and very much an inspiration for the celebrated 90s drama Our Friends in the North, where his name was, as such was Austin Donahue, played by Alan Armstrong. Uh, there's the, the much underrated surreal writer, Leonard Barris, author of Up the Tiny and a Flummox, Blue Bottles in My Marmalade, and many other wonderful left-field short stories, poems, novels, and set pieces. Uh, there's Sting from The Police, and of course, uh, world-famous artist in his own right, who uh, had hits uh, and campaigned for the um the amazonian rainforest to uh to to um do you know what i've lost a lot of enthusiasm for this piece now um anyway uh, my guest today is tony poison from the poison hour he's actually he's with me this afternoon hello tony tony poison poison hour Hi, i'm here to help you gavin because your numbers have tanked really? my numbers are through the roof really? behind you yeah we've got to make this show much better spread okay. the truth to loads well, i think the official for, statement is I'm shadowing for experience. But I think they only said that just to not hurt your feelings, your wokey feelings. Re oh, fair, fair enough. That's I mean, that's the line that I was told. But fair enough if you want to interpret it that way. That's fine by me. So we've got Tony here. Um, anyway, I was speaking of Wall's End, where this show comes from, by the way. We're not in Westminster. We're in Wall's End. Yeah, we're right up there. Wall's End does uh, a great fireworks display on the 5th of November. That's, of course, the best date for it, isn't it? Remember, remember. Um, uh, but, of course, we're suffering... Strike misery on that day because the left-wing union barons are planning on ruining our celebrations by way of one-day strikes to cripple the economy. I must stop reading the Daily Mail. Um, to be fair, uh, that's right. By by not having any trains running, uh, it'll be difficult for people to get to see the firework displays up and down the country because uh, you know there's uh, generally you know a regular train service going from people's front room to the garden where the bonfire and fireworks are. Also, uh, I never like to walk in at our organised display about 10 minutes down the road. No, no, no. I always go on the trans Pennine Express to the one in Staley Bridge. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you know, it's not, it's not as good as the Wall's End one, but, you know, I, I like to go on the train there, so that's why they're causing us misery by not having trains on the day of the uh, bonfire nights. And by, by the way, <laughs> trans Pennine Express, I, mean, I, I bet you're probably against that. Too, of course uh, I am. Fire, firework displays, more like 
fire woke displays. Yes. Trans Penelope. Where, where did they come up with that? Is that is that is that the wokes? Is it turning? Of course, it's the wokes. Is it really? Have you seen what they're trying to do with, with these these fire woke displays? They're saying it's offending the Catholics. Is it? It's really? offending the Catholics. These firework displays because you have to explain this because they're burning the the Catholic martyr of Guy Fawkes and, what, the, and they're, they're saying it's the Protestants burning Catholics. That's well, what they're I, 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 I will on to you. That's 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 originally where it comes from. It was because Guy, no, Guy, no. Guy Fawkes was uh, sort of like a Catholic revolutionary, him and, and a few of the other ones, and, and they they organised to blow the houses of Parliament. Oh, give me a want, break. Now, hold on, Tony. They, they wanted Britain to become, they wanted England, I think, to become a Catholic country, and that's that's why they do it. So, so like, um, the, the martyr is Guy Fawkes, and he's on the, he's on the bonfire. Give and me a break, the, Gavin. Tony, give me that, a break. Don't spread lies when we're spreading the truth. This no, is a new thing. This it's is probably, not a new probably thing. made up in Islington or something like that, <laughs> where they're trying to just... Just ruin firework displays for it's normal, hard-working people. Tony, it's not. We're man. not upsetting Catholics. It's, it's been around since the what? what the, is Mind this, you, I bet the they're going to start. They're going to start saying we can't call it a guy anymore. We know because that, that's sexist. Probably we're, we're going to have to call it a person. A gal. And then, and then, <laughs> a gal. And Catherine Wheels can't say Catherine Wheels anymore. Oh, it's, yeah. it, it, it's Christopher Wheels and Catherine <laughs> Wheels and people Wheels. <laughs> Do you know, the, the Catherine, they're, they're more like the Wokeville. All they do is spin around in circles. Yeah, yeah. Waste yeah. of time. Uh, yeah, because they don't they nail the cause the master either side. Yeah, they're, they're a bit liberal, I suppose. They're ridiculous. Right. Stupid. God, I knew it would be firework, fireworks indeed. When fireworks. And when we get Tony on, brilliant. Right, okay. Well, um, uh, the... Why the, don't they just chuck on... They're chucking bad people on the bonfire. Right? Well, why don't they just... They're chucking the police officers on the, on the bonfires, well, are they? Is that what they're doing? Oh, because well, they're good people, are they? Well, why don't they just chuck the bloke from the job centre on? You know, the, the people that gave them some universal credit. That's who I chuck on. Because <laughs> these people, they're, they're just giving them money for oh, nothing. That's what they're doing. Oh, 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 I can't afford my dinners. Well, stop having bonfires. <laughs> Ah, Tony, Tony. Oh, it's a shame that nobody listens to your show. It's great. Our numbers are through the roof, right, Gary. Fair enough, through fair the enough, roof. Fair enough. Right, okay. I must must get on. Anyway, the um it's getting colder. It is getting colder. Um and oh by the way, it it, it was Halloween two days ago. It was Halloween two days ago. And I don't know what you people did, but uh people um People like people like to dress up, don't they, on Halloween? And in keeping with Halloween, it's got to it's got to be something scary, isn't it? You know what I mean? So um, I thought, what will I do? That's a bit scary. So I went as a gas bill. You know what I mean? That seems to freak people out these days. Um, mind you, uh, they were all given relief for their shock uh, this particular winter. Do you like Halloween, Tony? No, I don't like Halloween. It's a big Americanized load of rubbish. Right. Bringing over okay. pumpkins over here. They're invading us, those pumpkins. Invading us with their stupid... What would you... Okay. Tur Prefer turnips. Turnips. Okay. turnips. Have you ever carved a turnip? I bet you haven't, you woke. Because your wrists hurt. Oh, all oh, my wrists hurt. You know, you've never put a hard day's work in your life. Then it's followed by All Saints Day. Have you heard that? All Saints Day. Oh, they couldn't just pick one saint, could they? They have to, they have to incorporate all the saints. This is probably made... It was made up by the LGBTQR code community well, or something like that. What you can only celebrate Halloween on your uh, phone now. <laughs> Dale it back to 
story. All Saints, that's what originally it is. It originally was All Saints Day on the 1st of November. Oh, and and the, the reason I have Halloween is so that the evil spirits, a bit of fun, the evil spirits can have their last night before it's the All Saints Day. The next day. It's all, Tony, it's just like it's just like the Guy Fawkes thing. You, you're mistaken something that's ancient that was actually around long before we were around is something that was just made up in, you know, in Millbank House or Islington or, or Lambeth Council Stupid. or something. What, What's uh, this? Woke Wednesday? Is that what you're no, saying? It's not, Woke it's, Wednesday? Morning Monday? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Transgender Tuesdays? Right, then, okay. It's getting God. stupid. It's getting stupid, right, okay. Um, well, as I say, it is getting cold and the English Channel is getting cold at two. It's quite a serious story. The busiest waterway in the world, apparently. Um, things are made worse by uh, all these um, alleged dinghies coming across and cutting up ships, you know. I find it funny, like, it must be a bit like the swimming baths, you know, when you're trying to get yourself fit and going down doing front crawls and layer, and there's a fat twat doing wits and one of those gravestone shaped floats getting in your way. Get in the way, man! You know what I mean? Or those middle-aged Prosecco women walking up and down the lanes, chatting, ironically enough to each other, about fucking diets. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm on the diet, I'm on the this, I'm on the Bristol, oh, I'm on the Twistle, oh, yes, I'm on the I'm on the Lewis Bonfire one, you know? Uh, God, I mean, maybe it's a bit wrong to be talking about dinghies in such a especially with the sensitive nature of the people trafficking and gangsterism as well as families being split apart indeed people paying the ultimate price for trying to get this country for a new life but um you know comedians uh, but comedians joking about all this get all sorts of shit don't they yet people um, and, and people try to get them cancelled. However, if you have a serious view on all this stuff and suggest that these people should be shot on sight by the Royal Navy, sent to Rwanda, left to drone in the channel, then you're headhunted by GB News and given your own show called Make Fuckwits Tell It Like It Is Social Club or something, you know, uh, co-presented by a black woman with east equally horrendous Nazi views, but that apparently legitimises the narrative. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, Tony, apparently you probably... GB News is a great channel. Is it great right? channel. I thought you'd have a view on this. Brilliant channel. They but, know exactly exactly what they're talking about they're spreading the truth do they tell it like it is do they have a counter view though do they have a view about like you know that might be more my sort of view on it I mean, or is it all just people like yourself all just because you don't want to hear the truth gavin doesn't oh, mean okay look, i was actually asked to go on gb news and i turned it down but did you really yeah they're, they're not they're not as far far t truth telling as i am <laughs> you had to choose your words carefully <laughs> <laughs> oh god you're fucking priceless you really are you genuinely are mate it's great stuff now you might like this one because I'm having to go at the left a little bit here if you like you know, in my own way uh, Rachel Reeves the uh, shadow get on your bike and get a job minister uh, has just tweeted this morning that she's delighted delighted to be appointed a member of his majesty's let's see his isn't it? his majesty's uh, most honourable privy council it's an honour to be chosen for... This is what she says. This is her quote. Uh, I'm delighted to be appointed a member of His Majesty's Most Honourable Privy Council. It's an honour to be chosen for such a historical and important part of our constitutional monarchy. Yes. Um, who uh, fucking cares? Um, no, seriously. What, what is a member of His Majesty's Most Honourable Privy Council? Can anybody tell us? Anyway, by all means, message in. What is a member of His Majesty's most privy council. That just like sounds like something you get in the fucking Masons or something. I don't know what. I mean, can anybody seriously message in and tell us? You know, I, I looked on Google earlier and it came up with this, right? The Privy Council is the mechanism through which interdepartmental agreement is reached on those items of government business which for historical or other reasons fall to ministers as privy councillors rather than departmental ministers. 
Yeah, of course, Rachel. What an honour. Uh, can't wait for you to be Chancellor in a couple of years. What with that and your royal patronage and your quotes on people on universal credits. And I quote, Rachel, um, we are not the party of people on benefits. We don't want to be seen and we're not the party to represent those who are out of work. You know? <laughs> Anyway, do you agree, Tony, with the principle of a privy council? Well, I prefer a privy council than some wokey, cokey coffee morning. <laughs> <lot. laughs> I sit around drinking organic coffee, which, oh, I, I bet that was. Yeah, grown in Milton Keynes or something like that. <laughs> what do you, what do you You've mean? imported it. You're, you're damaging the environment. Think about what these privy councils At least they're sticking together. A bit like the gangsters bringing people over the, 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 what? the channel. You, at least up, they're sticking together, you're working up, hard, you're keeping it in the family. You're talking up gangsters from what? From Albania? So, um, Charity starts at home, Gavin. Yeah, Charity starts st at home. Right, and, and they're doing a great job, the privy council. Fuck I can't, yeah. I mean, can't I'm, wait I'm, to be involved. Oh, can't you, you, you would like to be involved. Tony well, we had, we had members of the Privy Council did, and the Slappies. Did you turn it down? Oh, you yeah, have them at the Slappies. Did I did you? turn them down as well, but they, they did come to the Slappies. They won uh, the, the most entitled award that we had. It was sponsored by a, a great reputable journalist company, the Daily Mail. And they won that award <laughs> and they were very proud of it. Good on them. Good on them. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, some forthright views today, Tony. I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased to hear them. That we're, we're certainly smacking the viewing figures as well. Um, wait, that's because oh, I'm on, Gavin. Oh, through the roof. <laughs> Through the river. I told you that's why they wanted me on here. Right. None of this rubbish about me learning from you. Yeah, okay, fair enough. It's your opinion. Right, also, uh, a little bit more frivolous news, but it's still important, it's still political. Nick Hancock is going into the jungle for, yeah, I, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Um, I don't know why he's going into the jungle. Do you know what? I think it's a fact-finding mission. All right, so you need wombat testicles, uh, duck-billed platypus brains, as well as, I don't know, what is it, T tree bark slugs, and get Lee Anderson to suggest that there'll be a cheap meal for people to make during the cost of living crisis. Wombat testicles are only 20 pence to make. Eh, Lee Anderson, he's nearly as bad as Peter Anderson Marrow. You know, who? Great guys, great guys. All right, fair they enough. They talk the truth, Gavin. They talk, they the, talk truth. the truth. Fair enough. Well, funny enough, uh, I, I, I can't get enough of him, I'll be quite honest with you. I spoke to Peter Anderson Marrow yesterday and uh, this is what he had to say, everybody. Here we go. Peter Anderson Marrow, thank you very much for having a quick word. Um, it will be quick because I'm very busy. Yeah, I know you're very, very busy. busy on a Wednesday. I know you and your BBC rhetoric like to drag these out. No, no I, I really don't want to drag it out. I don't work for the BBC. But anyway, the, the thing is, Peter. Denial, typical BBC. Okay. Um, the, um, you did ask a question in Parliament. Of course, I asked a question in Parliament. It's my job. Well, it was my job is to well, stand up in Parliament. Well, it wasn't exactly. And ask questions. It wasn't exactly. Asked try, it. try a job. Well, well I, can't, I can't try a job in Parliament. All, all the spaces are taken up at the moment. But Stop wasting time going in. I'm very busy. Yeah, all right, Peter. Well, it wasn't so much a question, was it? It was, it was right. en endorse what Swella Braven was saying. She did agree with you. But, like, I mean, Peter, I can't really get, get a lot along with this, where you were saying that it wasn't it wasn't so much um, turning dinghies back, but it was actually, what was this quote? Getting the REF to drop rubber rings yes, into I, I the say. English Channel and... But, uh, um, inflatable flamingos. You've got to explain yourself. We need to get rid of the dinghies. Need rid to get of the rid of the dinghies. Okay, right. and, and drop rubber rings 
an inflatable flamingo. First of all, join the pizza slices. Don't interrupt me. No, but interrupt me. We've got these dinghies coming over. Yeah, but they're not our dinghies. They're dinghies that belong to, I don't know, Albanian gangsters. And they're the dinghies. We don't have to get rid of dinghies. They're not our dinghies. Well, I don't want the dinghies. They're bringing the dinghies here. We don't want the dinghies. If we're going to look at something horrific, it needs to be something humorous at the same time. Really? So ridicule is the gateway to Britain. That's what you need. Yeah. You need to you need to be sitting on one of those the, those rubber rubber rings that, that that look like like a donut or something like that or, or a giant pizza slice. And if you want to come across, and why? Answer me this. Why? Yeah. Why are they wanting to cross a, go across the channel? That's the shortest bit. Well, that's they, the easiest way for them to get here. So it? they work shy. Oh, they don't so need these workshops. Yeah. Why won't they so, go in from from Calais to uh, crossing up, up up the North Sea and then going into what? Amble? Or, or going well, right, the way, right the way up to the top, but maybe you're going all the way to Aberdeen or something like that. Why would you do that? Might take Why would you seriously. do that? So, so you're, you're, you're not taking them seriously because they're going across the, the shortest stretch of English because they're lazy. What, 22 minutes? Don't interrupt me. Don't interrupt me. They're lazy. They're taking the quickest route. If, if I was so, to take the. <laughs> If I was to take the bins out, I don't. I don't do a quick route. I don't go through the kitchen. I go right the way round the house, what, and then I take it out the front. There, so you're I'm late and taking the bins out, going the wrong way round to 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 somebody who, who was who was fleeing persecution, going 22 miles across the channel. They're being and, lazy. And they're being lazy. We, we, we need to drop these rubber rings and inflate rings down there. I mean, think of it. There's, I've got like I employ 23 people oh, in the so West Midlands. And they, and they and they could we've got the resources to make them. Oh, so, you're so we could make them. So you're pitching for a off. job, but isn't that kind of illegal? That you're, like, you're pushing, typical BBC. Pushing through typical BBC. Pushing through, don't interrupt me. Pushing through legislation yeah. so your firm can get get a contract. You're That's interrupting me. Oh, you're you're on thin ice, aren't you? You're interrupting me. I'm interrupting Well, carry on. You're hanging yourself here. Yeah, we'll carry so on. That typical BBC. Okay, from the throw, BBC. Throwing stuff at me for no reason. You asked me to come on here. You asked I me? You rang me yesterday? You always do this, Peter. You always do this, Peter. You always do this, Can I be on? No, because of, because no. of the great question asked in Parliament. You did. No, so, no, wait, no. so you're suggesting, I mean, what what, what are you saying? Like, how, um, many, how many Albanian gangsters are chartering planes from Reykjavik to, 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 to Birmingham International, for example? Well, well, I, don't, uh, I don't have the exact but, number, but, but, but I'm presuming but it's not. But, but there's, there's no asylum seeker coming from Reykjavik to Birmingham International Airport. How do you know? How do you know? Couldn't be. It's a typical BBC uninformed. So hold on. No idea so, what so, they're on about. So let's get this straight. You're saying that they, they shouldn't be going from Calais to Dover. They should be taking some sort of long route round to prove that they're not work shy. Then and I, I, and I, I don't know. Seriously. I don't know that there is some coming from Reykjavik International Airport along with a lot of rich people to Birmingham International Airport. I mean, the next thing you'd be suggesting is that maybe instead of going from Calais to Dover, you go the long way around and you go across to Russia and then you go across the P- Pacific Ocean on a boat. Well, at to, least that's why we know that they'd be serious about the situation. <laughs> that is a joke and you're saying that's serious. Well, and, and you're telling me that they couldn't find somewhere on routes that they couldn't go, do you know what, we'll settle down there. It's very nice here. Birmingham, West Midlands, how about Birmingham, Alabama? That'd be quite nice. And if they went that way... It's inland. <laughs> It's inland, Birmingham, Alabama. Typical BBC. You can't talk So if you go in a boat, you can't go to Birmingham, Alabama. I presume there's no river. If there is, it would be probably a very thin river. I don't, yeah. 
uh, you know, I, I've caught you out there. Boom, no, 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 yeah? no, you have You might as well say no. Cleveland, Ohio. Well, why not? What's wrong it's with It's in land. It's in land. No, you can't no. go there if you're on the Don't raise your voice at me. We have to be on this Wichita, show. Wichita, you know, Leicester. Have you ever got the BBC? To go to the port of Leicester, eh? Or the port of... Well, Leicester doesn't have a port. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm doing. I'm ridiculing you. No. You're ridiculing you. Typical bit uninformed. Uninformed. I gave you two legitimate places to go, and you've just said Leicester. Yeah, right. Okay. What are you right, talking about? Right, okay. Well, I'm, I'm sure you enjoyed seeing your question to your right honourable friend. My job, been. which I had, and I didn't go the quick route yeah, to okay. Parliament. I went the oh, long route. Oh, you went the long route. route. Well, yeah, cut my yeah well, anyway, look, you're very busy, I'm sure. Very, very, very busy. busy. Got to push on. Yeah, I'll speak to you very soon. Thank you very much for your time, Peter. Well, some strong views there from Great uh, guy. Great guy, couldn't oh, agree Chris. more. Couldn't agree more. The fact that we're having to send the RNLI out into the channel to save 45 people from drowning is a disgrace. It's a that's, disgrace. That's not why I'm buying pin badges really? and then well, putting well, money well, in the well, box. Well, what do you put money to the RNLI for? Well, well, to save accountants falling in the canals in Birmingham and things <laughs> like that. That's that's what I do. <laughs> not not a not to save 45 people from imminent death so they can go pick lettuces in Luton. <laughs> Luton, but that's where the Pick the letters. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think the RNLI uh, worked from Birmingham, Tony, but once again, apparently. Well, I'm... they should because they're too busy stuck in the channel. The... Because they're so. It's ridiculous, Gavin. Totally it's ridiculous. Fair. I'm learning a lot today. Um, do you know what? I think we have uh, a chap on the phone. Um, we've got um, somebody on the phone from. Um, I think it's the. I think it's the MP from Derby South who wants to talk about this. Hello, sir. Hello. Yes. Hello. Yes. Uh, what, what's your name, mate? Yeah, Brarrington Fremulum from Derby South MP. Um, what what yes. what would you like to see on? Have you been listening to the show, Mister uh, Fremlingham? Uh, I'm holding a surgery, so I've been in and out of it. I, I, I caught a little about dinghies, so I was yes. talking about about the you know the grave issue of the day. Yeah, yes, we are. We are. We are Barrington. Um, uh, what 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 would you like to see on it? Well, my my issue is. Um, with the skin colour of the people trying to get across. Really? Well, yes. well, 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 how would how would that be a case? You know, because I know there's an old there's an old phrase. I don't really want to see it here, but it's that they all started Calais. I'm sure you've heard that one, Barrington. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, my my my, my argument is this. Okay, we are a a fairly you know cold country. Yes, we are. Yeah. Temperate, temperate zone, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do we really need, you know, people here who will struggle with vitamin D deficiency? <laughs> oh, God, I feel like I'm I'm surrounded by them today. What, what, vitamin D deficiency? Coming into... You know, now, the NHS is under enough stress as it is. I'm okay. sure it is, yeah, apparently. I would like to point out, I would like to point out that during the COVID pandemic, Vitamin D deficiency was a huge part yes. of many of the deaths. Uh -huh. And when these, you know, let's be frank, when these Africans <laughs> get, get here... There's a lot of know, different types of Africans, really. I mean, you know, you've got, like... I mean, if you if you if you met a Kenyan or a Somalian, they would look, look quite different to a West African. And let's not forget that the people from South Africa no, are actually no, have white pigment. I want to take issue with really? that. A Kenyan would be running in a race, and a Somalian would be on a boat. Trying to <laughs> <take> <laughs> Sorry for laughing. Is that different. is that a, is that a 
That's a bit me. I see a stereotypical. So you're saying that all Kenyans come from the Rift Valley and are very good at middle to long distance running, and all Somalians are pirates. Exactly. Yes. Really? Exactly. Wow. Yes. Yes. No, obviously, not all Somalians are pirates. Some of them are mothers. <laughs> Sorry, I know I'm not supposed to laugh, but it's some of my mothers, yes. And I presume, and, and, and I presume if not all Kenyans are athletes, what are the other ones? No, 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 no not, not all. Again, some are, uh, are mothers. But, you know, let's, let's, not, let's, let's, let's get back to the NHS. Okay? Yeah, the yeah NHS certainly, certainly. Yeah, well, after, yeah. It's the, it's the pride, it's the jewel of our crown. It certainly is, yeah. As a nation, mm -hmm. uh, rest in peace. <laughs> She she left behind a legacy of wonder and joy. Now, her son has taken up the reins yes. of this of this jewel. And um, the jewel anyway. So <laughs> for me, I like to think that the yeah. NHS is is uh, Queen Elizabeth II's, uh, you know, child that she left behind for us to take care of. Well, rather like Moses in the in the rushes. Yes, if you if you prefer that, yes, yes. So, yeah, I, I so don't prefer, I, I just thought usually I, I would like I would like us to take seriously that yeah, I, I appreciate climate change. We had a very warm summer this year and many of them would feel quite at home <laughs> for such Why do you put that one from the air? Well, I, I don't want to be biased, you know, because I right. appreciate you, you are trying to be unbiased. I, I am, thank I, you for that. I think, I think the policy of, of housing, transporting the refugees, immigrants, migrants, whatever you want to call them, yeah. these are human beings They are. go back to where they came from. <laughs> I've never actually heard that take, but that's quite quite an interesting take. I, I almost like paradoxically have feel like you've got a point in a weird way. No, don't shoot me down, but they are human beings. Yes, you know, you know, and they should be treated with dignity and respect. Right. Um, and and I appreciate that they are in many cases. I mean, I God forbid that I would be a, a homosexual in a country where homosexual, uh, homosexuality was illegal. Right. Okay. okay. I mean, uh, I don't I don't really get the point of that. I mean, I, I, I mean, like, you, you, I, you'd live in Britain, and I presume you're not homosexual. I, I, I don't. Well, you see, when I was a boy, you know, I spent a lot of time in, in, um, in, in, in boarding school. I, I did spend a lot of time... You know, there are secret clubs in Westminster. Yeah, I mean, we do a whole show about that, yeah. But, I mean, obviously, you know, you, you choose not to live in these other countries where you're not allowed to go to these clubs and, and you know, I presume that, that's, that sort of thing. Is that is that what you're getting well, at? You, know, you, see, you, see, you see, I'm not a fool, okay? I realise I was, I was mm. incredibly lucky, incredibly lucky to be born in this country of relative freedom, you know, we do have to pay the TV license. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, a van will come round your house, but you'll just get a fine. You know. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh no, you know, no. That, that, that is the main reason most single mothers end up in prison. Let's be. <laughs> <laughs> We're not aware of the statistics, but I'll take yes, your word, yes. Barrington. 
Six out of ten of single mothers in prison, it's for BBC TV licence eviction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, BAFTA's Broadcasting Communism is, is one acronym. Also, there's another one that I'm not familiar with that is uh, of a more adult nature. Um, What's that? Big Black Cock. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not aware of that. Yeah, I'm not. Which brings not us back to the issue at hand. Now... <laughs> Can I, can I, I'll have to hurry on this. Get get to the point if you could, uh, Mr. Fremling, just so we can um, uh, about, about these people with the, the different skin pigment coming over from the um, uh, from Calais yes. to Dover, essentially. Yes. yes, yes, it's just not it's not the country for them, is it? Let's be frank, it's not the country for them. Oh, God, that, yes, yes, there's generous benefits. Uh, there's a generous welfare system, but at the end of the day, they're going to be miserable here. It rains. It's cold. Just you know. Go to, go to a warm Spain. There you go. Okay. Right there. Uh, well, uh, uh, that that's probably the best one to leave it on there. And um, thank you very much, Mister Fremling. D- don't be a stranger. Ring, ring the show any time, and it's uh, it's great to have a member of Parliament ringing up. Uh, I appreciate your time, sir. My pleasure. Take care. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, Barrington Fremlington MP for Great Derby guy. South. Great guy. Do you know him as well? Well, I think I might move to Derby after what he's been saying there. Great, great guy. He knows exactly what he's talking about. Good, good, good man. Um, well, you know, it's been quite fiery this afternoon. Um, David Ray has gone to said, this is class, everything I hoped it would be. Well, you know, God, David, you should try being surrounded by these people on the phone, doing pre-recorded interviews and sitting in the bloody studio with. It's mad. Um, I think at this particular point, what we do need to do, I do think we need to do this tony is um maybe reflect on a more highbrow um um take on the week's news and there's no one more highbrow we had them on the show last week is paddy and mick the ad- idiots Idiot, really idiots a couple of they, Ir- can't, they don't spell the truth well a couple of irishmen who who resent being called irish and of course paddy and mick they get a lot of mick mickey taken for that uh but they are very high-end um intellectuals who like to talk and who like to um who like to use metaphors and similes as to in political history, literary history, on a take of the news. And, and here they were yesterday. A little, a little bit of Paddy and Mick for you here now, please. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks. Now, if I could turn, if I may, uh, Paddy, to the, well, very much the elephant in the living room. Please do. I mean, please I, do. I, mean, I will please just say do, that you right. don't, it doesn't have to be in the living room. It's the elephant in the room is the quote, but uh, I just thought... It was more um, a part of the course, if you like, to see um, the elephant in the living room because I don't think the elephant in the kitchen would be apt in this particular occasion because the cupboards are bare. If you see what I'm saying there, I see what you're saying. Mate. And on the on the circus on the on the circus theme, if you like, the embodiment of um, of the big top, uh, which is uh, very much uh, very much uh, 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 epitomizes the. The, the state of flux that we're in at the moment is regarding the, um, the, the, the immigration no. problem. And, you know, using circus metaphors is not my thing. I mean, I, I would say we're both ringmasters of this show, if you like. I, I like, like that. Do you like, like that, that one? And, and I'm not a verbal Charlie Caroli, if you like, you know, like a, a verbal acrobat, which, of course, is another circus um, quote, uh, another circus reference, if you like. I mean, not that's... They're, they're not the clowns, are they? They're, the they're actual, not the clowns. They're the, they're the, but if, um, if I may quote Nelson Mandela. Yeah, yeah, well, you are the paragon of Mandela, uh, if you like. Well, the, the South Belfast paragon of Mandela. Quoting Mandela like. is, oh, it is in your hands to make uh, a 
Paddy, it'd be, I think it'd be better if you didn't actually do the voice of Mandela. I attempted, I'm not seeing you, but I think you're very good at the Mandela voice. But right. I, I think it, 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 um, I don't think the word cheapen is, is right, but I think it de- okay. delegitimizes the hard line and very Point intellectual ten. political debate program we do, um, and we pride ourselves on. Point is ten. that all right? I mean, Point I just ten. want to say that the Point other week when I, when I did a, a funny German accent for Helmut Kohl, you know, the late Helmut Kohl, you did say, come on, Mick, that's a bit strong, and I did take that on board, so... yeah. I- I should really take heed. You're absolutely. you're absolutely right. But nothing personal. But to, to, to quote Nelson Mandela, right. a winner is a dreamer who yes. never gives up. And oh, we could say that. That is poignant. That really does. It is poignant and it really strikes a chord with the Suella Braverman situation. Right. She lost her job but didn't give up and got her job back. You could, that, that's actually correct, Paddy. I didn't realise that it had a, a lineage, if you like, with the great man Mandela. Um, it really encapsulates what's happening within government and within the cabinet. And we could say that Brishy Sunak is the P.T. Barnum of this circus that's situation. That's another circus reference. It, it, it's, it's just so much epitomises and strikes a chord with the big top this doesn't it it really does it really really does and, and I think what what really uh, does is poignant is is an, if I may quote Nelson Mandela is Absolutely. overcoming poverty is not a task of charity it's an act of justice and what that really says is it's very poignant. It is part of the course, and it's part of the cost of living crisis that we're in. It is, and 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 that, that sums it up. That great quote from from Mandela again. And and if I may quote uh, Charles Dickens, if I, may, do. I mean he Please has plenty of quotes, of course, he but did. but he was a great champion of the underdog, and and very much, but uh, it is very much uh, in keeping. And, um, and 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 very much the, the embodiment of what's happening at the moment. Uh, the Tale of Two Cities, of course, which of course, as everybody knows, starts as it was the best of times and it was the worst of times. And yes. yeah, it's the best of times for the people making record profits at Shell, but it's the worst of times for people coming over in a dinghy. And uh, the a great quote from that is, a day wasted on others is not a day wasted on oneself, um, which, which, which is something as well. Um, and if I could um, quote from our mutual friend, have a heart that never hardens and a temper that never tires and a touch that never hurts. Now, this is the antithesis of what Lee Anderson was saying in the comments, saying that you should yes. send dinghies back the other way, and and, and to send dinghies in a you know the, the, the a U-turn a situation. situation, which which all I have in mind here, I don't know about you, Paddy, is the Chuckle Brothers. The dinghies are going from me to you, from me to you, to me to you, to me to you. And I, I thought, you know, I thought Lee, I mean, he's, he's, he's an MP, of course, but I, I think, I feel like taking to one sense, Lee, if you had some understanding of literary culture like we do and, and children's entertainers, you, you would know that, you know, the Chuckle Brothers went nowhere with from me to you. They never got the job done. No, you they know, never they, did it. They never got the jobs done. And and and, and staying with the Chuckle Brothers, if we could quote course, yeah. uh, the great Paul Chuckle, of course, what a great man, dear, oh dear, 
And dear, oh dear, it really epitomizes, it's poignant, it strikes a chord with everything that it does. It's part of the course, it encapsulates, it does, um, it's an incarnation and it's the essence and all those things that we see regularly. Uh, it's been fascinating once again, Paddy. Um, I, I, I can't think of anything that I could, I could end with that would, um, that would encapsulate this more than the, you know, if I may, from Dickens again, from Nicholas Nickleby, the, the pain of parting is nothing to the joy of meeting again. So until we meet again, Paddy. Um, until we meet again. We will like, see. Until we do. Until we um, do that. Um, you know, I will go home now. In, in the words of Vera Lynn, we'll meet again. Yes, I'm going home. Over the, 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 the white cliffs of Dover, which many are trying to climb over. At so, this particular uh, point in time. time. So I think it would be, um, I think it would be apt to end with that great virulent quote, which isn't actually a quote she um, sang in the song, but uh, you know, but, you know, it's, she it's, did it's a song that there, there would be a quote. I'm sure, I'm sure she said it. She did as well, as indeed, and sang it. Years later, she worked with Hawkwind, and you know, I, I, I like to think that the only way now by these stringent methods, the likes of Braverman and Anderson, are suggesting that the only way you'd be able to get across the White Cliffs of Dover would be in a silver machine. Um, and I think that's where we'd better leave it now, Paddy. Be time there. Paddy and Mick, up their own arse as ever. Purple of idiots. <laughs> they're they're not idiots. There's a place for them, Tony. Yeah, there's a place for them in the bin. They're really? a load of rabbits. They're not tackling hard-hitting issues, are they? They're, they're not Yeah, but they're, they're t putting their own literary take on it, Tony. They're a couple of idiots. Uh, did you hear any mention of Bridgerton in that? Any mention oh, of what's Bridgerton? Happened with Bridgerton? The Wokies have ruined it. That's what's really? happened. What's They've happened? said about the Mar Have you seen this? Marie Antoinette. The, the, so they said that she didn't have to lose weight. And, right. and go through the transformation because they they changed the story of Mary Antoinette because right. because yeah, yeah. they said that she was beautiful on the inside and that, that that's what they should be looking at which is stupid that wouldn't work that's not nobody's going to stay with her if she's a fatty are they oh well, I, I, I don't know whether that's imperative of the story is it the, the, welcome to the real world fatty fatty bum bum lose weight she's a rotter that's the truth of the fact that's not the first thing people talk about with Marianne Antoinette that, that she, what she was a wallflower because she was overweight and that really morbidly obese disgusting oh, the fact know. that my taxes are being used to hire cranes to get people her size out of their she wasn't that Are big. She wasn't it, that big. It would have been cheaper to have left her there and taken the fridge out. That's what would have happened. Right, the, uh, yeah, Crane's fridges. It was um, first world problem. 1780s France. Anyway, she should have eaten cake. <laughs> anyway, good. Right. Let's have a break. Let's have an advert. Thank you. Okay. Dingy dingies, dingy dingies, la 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 la. Dingy dingies, dingy dingies, la 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 la. That's right, it's dingy dingies of Dover. Do you want to buy a dinghy? I didn't think so. You may live in Stoke-on-Trent. You could try it on the canal. There's a great market for dinghies on the continent. We sell back and forth and getting them more and more unusable over time. No worries about disposing your old useless dinghies. Send them back to us in a full recyclable scheme. We then pass them on to gangsters that then sell them to refugees in Calais. It's basically a dinghy Ponzi scheme and no British person loses. That's right. It's dingy dinghies of Dover. Dingy dinghies, dingy dinghies, la la la. Yes, they're back. 
the Raw Raw Rising singers singing their London songs. My old man, well, in fact, he's not a man, he's a cis male person that's not pronounced. He's progressive but old fashioned, he's an old EastEnder. He says he's left of centre, but he's got a male agenda. He's silly, he's 70, he should be paying the penalty for not recognising gender, not defined. He says there's not a woman, then you must be a man. What goes on in that silly gallon's mind? Why not set off your party to the bang by booking the Rara right on a cappella group? They are available for any bookings in London. All right, geezer, I'm not a geezer, I'm gender fluid. And if you're ever down Lambeth way, make sure you make a human chain with extinction's rebellious hassle. Trevor chaos at the Elephant and Castle. Are you going down the old Kent Road? Yes, I'm going to tell you some railings. Ooh, have a garana. Ooh, have a garana. Ooh, have a garana. Ooh, have a garana. Hello, handsome. Fancy good time? I don't know. Have you washed down there with ethical products? <laughs> come, come, shave your vagina. We're terrified of women with a bush. La, 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 la. If you wish to book the Ra Ra Right On Singers, they're available for bookings in London and the Cotswolds, but mainly the Cotswolds. You can find them on the Google or call them on 0208 664 992 1134 6789 and then press the hash key. Right, welcome back. Um, it is good to be back. Um, right, uh, now, I don't know, uh, Tony, if you're aware of... Um, do you know the, the the shadow... Is it the shadow minister for Parks and Recreation, uh, Raymond Duck? Are you I aware? am aware of Raymond Duck, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, OK. Raymond Duck, I was interviewing him yesterday uh, because... He Did got he a... bore you to death? Yeah, he, I have to say... First time I've been with you all afternoon, he was a bit boring, but he was he 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 did his maiden speech in, in the Commons yesterday. He managed to get six questions to Rishi Shunak, but you know, between you and me, you play the interview. I don't think he really made much of an impact, but he reckons he did. Let's see what see see what you reckon on this. Anyway. Welcome back, uh, Raymond Duck. It's well since I've had you on the show. Yeah, thank you, Gavin. But Great a, to be on this show. Well, it's there's a reason for you to be on. You know, yeah. me cheerleader for Kia Stormer. Top bloke. Yes, top, I know. Top bloke. You always mention that, however. Raymond Duck, you yeah. broke your duck oh, in the fact one. that you had a speech in the Commons and you were able to make, well, your, your five points towards the Prime Minister yep. about the cost of living and you used all five, you, well, you, you, before, you said you used all five really, really well. I did, yes. Um, I, I, took, I took, I learned from the best in Kia. I took yes, what he it, was, did. it was a cost of living debate, wasn't it? It was. That was talking about which is a very, cost. very, very uh, concerning... Min uh, minimum wage, zero yes. hours contract. Did you mention all that? Uh, yes, I stood up and I really got him on the ropes. Did you right? Yeah. I, I got up yeah. and, and I listened to what uh, Kia had done towards uh, towards Boris and I stood up and I said, uh, Mr. Speaker, can I ask uh, the Prime Minister who paid for his chairs? Uh, because oh, his, oh. His, his chairs uh, were... No, no, were were, were, were paid for and, and he Ray, was Raymond, and, Raymond this is a thing with Boris that he, he got he got some sort of I, I think it was government money to do that but I don't think Rishi's done that he's just come in and there's, the chairs were already there I don't no, no no you see well, this this is what confused him you see and he looked at me blankly well he would have confused I, I think and I, and I stood up and I said and who paid who paid for the carpets no, but right, the carpets are all for those carpets. The carpets are already and, in it. And, Number ten was it's not a wooden floor. It's, and, and, and Rishi, but is this is this relevant to the minimum wage? In that it's funny you say that actually because uh, the prime minister did, did respond by saying, "Mr. Speaker, I failed to see see the relevance." And I said, "I can kind of see his point. I'm not a conservative, but I can see his point." And I said, "What well, what do you mean you can't can't see the relevance?" And, uh, the, that was my third question, admitted. That was a bit harsh. Uh, they shouldn't Ooh, have taken that one. But they, 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 they did take the question. Yeah, they put that down. So, you, so your question was like, what do you mean a bit harsh? Uh, what do you mean 
Well, that's not relevant, and that was a question. Yeah, you they, wasted a question. They took, well, I didn't waste a question. Did you not? Right? I, knew, I knew he was quaking in his boots at that point. Oh, right, right. was he really? Uh, yes, and then... And then this uh, hasn't been reported. Kia was pulling on my, 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 my suit. He, he was, was pull- sit down. Sit right. down. He was pulling your suit yes, to sit down. sit down. Sit down. That, well, sure, he meant that he wanted you to sit down. No, no, this was the thing, is because he thought I was going in too hard on him. You see, really? he was saying, please, really? see, Kia's got compassion, you really? see. He's a great, great man. He's a compassion. And I said, no. No, I said, who paid for the blinds? Hey, who paid for those blinds? Is that your fourth question? I'm not just talking about the horizontal ones. I'm talking about the, the vertical ones as well. Those ones as well. Right. And, and, and that, he that said, was your fourth <laughs> question. Yes. Yeah. And, and uh, I knew he was. I knew he was on the ropes at that really? moment. Really. And and, and 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 the prime minister said, I, I failed to see the the relevance of this. Uh, we're trying to talk about, what about the question, economy. Really? I, I, I believe uh, the the right honourable friend and member of uh, parliament for Grimsby uh, and Southwark's. Uh, has been drinking, and I, and I said, I said, uh, it's better to to have had a drink that, than to have inherited cups uh, that that you didn't oh pay God. for, Prime Minister. Mm. And, and and you know, and and, oh and there were lots of cheers that were laughing mainly, but it, it, laughing. Really, they were laughing at that. If you're not laughing, it, you're learning, aren't you? And, oh, and it doesn't sound and, like and, and, and and then Ian Blackford stood up. Yes, and, and he yes, started yes. Going on about the the, the minimum wage crisis. Right, and which, sounds more relevant. Which, which had huge cheers it from would. the benches. It and, would. And, and the conservative backbenchers started started booing and heckling and shouting. Really? And, and, and Rishi said, "Well, the sooner you get independence, the better." Did he? Uh, and and oh, Blackford said, "Well, we'll so we'll, Blackford got him to a mistake." Oh I'm yes, and he said, "We'll we'll 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 talk about that then." And, oh, sounds like Blackford had a blunder. Oh, he was he was going to have a huge. It was going to be an uproar. And I thought it's uh, you know me opening up. We're talking about the chairs, really. Open the floodgates for black. No, no, he, he, he no. Owes you, you, you owes me a pint for that. He owes me a pint for that. You're saying that because you talk about the chairs. And then Blackford by the sun. Well, I, I got Rishi on the ropes. Rishi on the ropes. Really? That's a, yes. I, I had him. And he was he was quaking in his boots facing me. And, and if it wasn't for me paving the way for Blackford, he he, he would not have had that, that oh, rosing uh, oh, endorsement that he had. And, and I must say, Kim oh, was was no. was so happy with me. Was, was, so, he, was he happy? So proud. Did he tell you he was? Well, he, he was so happy. He, he couldn't find the words to tell me, so he, he marched off and, and didn't. Uh, he ignored didn't, you. Yeah. No, he didn't ignore me. He was trying to think of how. How, how proud he was of me. That's that's right. He walked off. He walked off to, to, to think about uh, what what he's going to say to me because he was so happy with the job I did. Yes, because he, he's well, a top bloke here. Top top bloke. Well, if if that it signifies victory for yourself, it was. He didn't answer the questions. He didn't answer who paid for those carpets. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. Well, look, thank thank you very much for your time. My um, pleasure, Raymond Doug MP. Thank you. Raymond Duck there thinks that he's got himself onto a bit of a winner there. As he stops, I fell asleep in that. Yeah. Boring. Yeah, well, he's, he's not the best. He's not the best. Um, look. Um, Boring man. I, I would like to think, like, I hope you've enjoyed being on the show, uh, Tony. Um, I'd like to think that you've got a good show coming up. Of course uh, I have. Do listen to uh, Tony Poison's show coming up next. Um, yes, what have you got on the show today, Tony? The Poison Hour coming up straight after this. We're talking about Disney.
Disney have gone woke. They've ruined everything. If you go woke, you're going to go broke, Waltz. That's what's going to happen. Right. He's talking, they're saying that we can't watch Dumbo anymore. We can't watch Dumbo who, who anymore. Who says this? All the wokes, they're ruining what? it. They're saying that elephants shouldn't be kept in, in, in circuses and that elephants shouldn't be left alone unattended so that they can get drunk. And they're ruining it. They're saying we can't that... do that at all. Yeah. It's completely Is it, is it the elephant in the room? <laughs> and... I don't care. It. What are you talking about? Anyways, we're bringing down me. the government with our, with our truth telling. That's what we're talking really? about. That's what we're doing. Yes, under sevens are not allowed to watch Dumbo. Ludicrous, what? ridiculous. <laughs> That's it. Have you got a copy of Dumbo in your house? Throw it out because you're not allowed to watch it anymore oh, from the, the old woke brigade. Are, are the woke police going to come round? They are. They? They're going to come banging on your door, what, what, but, but only softly because they've only got soft wrists because they can't even <laughs> they, they can't even carve a turnip. What are, what are they going to do? I mean, they're going to raid the place. They're probably against violence, aren't they? Yeah, they're going to say, "Oh, you can't watch Dumbo anymore. That's that's really bad." And I tell you, what, don't even don't even dream of thinking of watching Peter Pan. That'd so, be stupid because they can endorse his pirates. All oh, right, okay. I mean, are they, are they, they could drag you out, but they'll probably not have the strength because they're all vegetarian. Vegetarians. Exactly. Right? Point God. given. Point taken. He's, he's Absolutely. Not all this. Well, well it, if you want to tune in with a poison, how you can. You, you okay. Get in touch with us with hashtag the truth. Hashtag the truth. What's can, the phone number? 0208 664916 Well, I hope you got that down. That's 432 611 I got that. Okay. Got that. Um, so thank you very much, uh, Tony. Hope you'll uh, watch the Poison Hour. Hope you get in touch with them. It's live. It's interactive, and I'd love to have you on again, mate. Numbers really through would. the roof, get no, through the roof, through the roof. Numbers, marvelous. Um, right, we're back next week. Uh, it's uh, it, it's hotting up this show. We're really enjoying it. And um, by the way, do uh, tell your friends. We're on. Oh, we're on. Oh, what's the what, Apple, Spotify. Um, you know all the other all the other platforms as they call it. Where are you? Get your podcast, whatever podcast flavor you're into, you can get it. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you to Tony. Thank you, only guests. It's really been great. This is Bazooka. Bazooka was written and presented by Gavin Webster with beautiful additional material from Cal Halbert. If you'd like to contribute to the Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash Gavin Webster. Bazooka is a scrapper reproduction. Bazooka.